You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. And I am Inner Circle. No, you're not Inner Circle. And I am Inner Circle. I'm drinking a NOS right now, trying to get some energy back. Son of a gun, I drank half a bang before uh, departing from my abode and um a bang, welcome a bang is when uh you have a dude come in a glass for you and you just chug that down dude so much energy dude they yeah do, so they, much energy they do do that in and prison like I, dudes who are addicted to steroids outside of prison when uh they're inside they'll have the new guys come in and they'll be like either i beat the shit out of you or you come in this cup and they'll use semen as a uh replacement for steroids Coming to you live from the set of Bad Santa 3. Oh, wait. No, we are, because production is still down, except for The Bachelor for some reason, because apparently that's an essential fucking show. It's failing Hollywood. And that's fucking right. Sitting with me today is Paranormal Fuckboy, as always. How's it going, Freddy? It's going good. Um, we have a, a guest from the circle today. Mm. Um he is from the jerk circle from the jerk circle yep the inner circle as well uh he is one half of team almy that's uh the man over at uh shit happens when you party naked he also is part of slimmer circle he's also also a part of creatures of the night also winner of the 2019 worst intro and, podcast award. and and (laughs) he's got about 12 different degrees Uh, jason how's it going What's good, y'all? How you doing? I'm good. How you doing? Dude, I'm doing great. I got to say, there's a lot of controversy going around over that uh, 2019 worst intro. (laughs) It's hit or miss. There's nobody in the middle. People love it, love it, love it, or they hate it. So So there's there's just nobody that's mediocre on it. So there's kind of two camps going on with that. Yeah. Yeah, there are some people that are like, never change it, and then there are some people that are like, I fast-forward through it because it makes my eyes and penis bleed. (laughs) You seem like a stubborn fuck, though. I feel like the people who love it, you're like, yeah, right on, and the people who hate it, you're just like, well, fuck you, I'm not going to change it now. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. I mean, I feel like, do you want to capitulate to the people who just complain and bitch and moan and it's like yo like if you want to hear something better like produce me one like mm-hmm. make it uh custom and produce one and if it's badass like maybe it'll replace the one that's that i'm using currently but right now i don't want to go to something generic that's like some generic like uh guitar riff or something like that i want to i want something that's like custom that says Get your titties out, you know? Yeah. yeah. Freddie, I think you just challenged Pull out your you. wiener. You don't want to use anything from, like, say, a Nazi zombie video game that... <laughs> I don't know. That actually sounds kind of attractive. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's challenging Nazi you. So if you, if you want him to change it, you have to come up with something better for him. Oh, I got it. Yeah? Yeah, that's you. kind of... I'm not a musician, right? So oh, I'm, I'm not either. That's not my skill. But if somebody comes to me who is a musician says, I put this together for you, and to me it speaks all about your show thematically and in terms of your vibe, I'll, I mean, I'm always open to that kind of shit. So it's I'm gonna, wide open to that. So it's going to stand, though, until something better comes along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I do have a base something coming. better. I do have a bass coming in, so maybe I'll just send you, I'll send you a, a sweet little bass line, and you can uh, Dude, make it happen. You can sing over. I would love that. Yeah. That would touch me. 
in my heart. That would make me like very happy. Freddie would touch you too. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of hope he does. Is he coming with you to New Hampshire in a couple weeks? Uh, Fuck no. no. <laughs> uh, he, he was there for the holidays, uh, but you were in Georgia or some shit like that. I was in Georgia, yeah, because my family's in Atlanta, so we try to alternate holidays. We try to go to Atlanta for part of Christmas, and then we try to be up here for part of Christmas and New Year's, and try to see everybody. Now, especially now that we got a kid, like my parents or grandparents, they want to see their granddaughter. Right. Um, my wife's parents want to see their granddaughter, so you just you you have to be like equitable with all of the family. That, that kind of sucks because you're on you're on opposite of our alternate like this this christmas was our yeah. new hampshire year and then next year we're is our florida year and we we alternate that so we're just mm. we're, ne we're just never going to be in there for the but that's good about us coming home for uh or me coming home for uh, a couple weeks from now yeah yeah that actually will be fantastic especially because it's not a holiday it's always tough even if you and i were in the in town at the same time over a holiday just because of the fact that it's holiday it's hard you got to work in all the family shit you got to see all the cousins and the aunts and uncles and everybody. You got to have all the like the dinners and so when it's just a random like when it's just a summertime visit, it's always way better because you can actually see other people too, and it's not just like designated family time and shit like that. Well, to be fair, it is. I'll be there for Father's Day, but I guess that's a one-off day kind of. It's yeah. not one of those. Hey, that's my day now. Oh shit! That shit is, that, that, is this gonna be your? Is this gonna be your day first Father's Day? Yeah, it's going to be the first one since the kid was born. My wife was, like, heavily pregnant last Father's Day, so we still kind of celebrated. She got me this book that was, like, my daddy and me, and it's, like, one of these kids' books you read to kids, and, of course, like, I'm fucking blubbering, just tears down my cheeks, like, trying <laughs> to fucking look at this book. I haven't read it to my kid once because, like, I'm going to confuse the shit out of her by sobbing, like, weeping openly, trying <laughs> to read her this fucking... She's like, is this a bedtime story? Why are you fucking sobbing, Dad? Is it, no, like, yeah. customized? I can't touch that. Yeah, you don't want your kid to think you're a little bitch, dude. Yeah, I don't want my kid to think I'm a little bitch because I don't want her to try to fight me early. Like, I don't yeah. want her to be like, I'm eight. I can take this old man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because then you got to pop her in the mouth and the set her straight. I can beat the shit out of her for a while. <laughs> I, don't want her I don't want her coming to me because I'm going to teach her. I'm going to teach her martial arts. I did Chinese martial arts for uh, mm -hmm. about 12 years. And so, like, I'm fully going to teach this kid martial arts because I don't want her getting taken advantage of in her teenage years. I don't want some dude laying his hands on her. I want her to be able to, like, leopard punch him in the fucking throat, right? I want her to bite his dick off. So well, that shit I'm don't work, teach her dude. martial arts. She's going to fucking come at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's going to yeah. try to test me at some point, you know? Like, she's going to be like, this is how I get my black belt. I, get, I take my old man down. Yeah, you guys you are going to be I mean? like, like... I bathe in his blood. It's going to be like, like the no, Pink that, Panther. That's not happening. <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> clearly, you don't listen to Rogan, dude. None of that shit works. You got to teach her the BJJ, dude. The what? Yeah, we're gonna get into BJJ. Brazilian the cool thing about my uh, my Sifu, uh, even though it was Chinese martial arts, we did a lot of cross training. So he was. This was in Atlanta, by the way. So very like robust international community. Roll and tide. so he would bring in other teachers. <laughs> he would bring in like Japanese like shoot fighting dudes, where you'd like just you just go for like the. Um, you just like shoot, get in to try to take people down, and then he he bring in jujitsu guys. So we did some of that stuff. I'm not as proficient in that stuff as the Chinese stuff, but at least we got exposed. So I'm pretty sure I can choke this bitch out until <laughs> she's at least like 13, 14. Yeah. So so they didn't teach you the bullshit like fucking how to knock people out with a fucking raspberry bush or anything like that. Like no. Yeah. No. No. Like I, w I was waiting for that like five finger death touch. I 
I wanted to be able to like touch somebody's pressure points and meridians yeah. so their heads explode like fists of the North Star or something like that. At but, least the poop um, touch. It turns out that all of that shit is a fairy tale bullshit. So mm-hmm. um, you just kind of have to like hit people with your fists and your feet, and then you have to choke them when you get an opportunity. And that's really that's like the technique. You're telling yeah. me there's no such thing as the brown bottom touch? No, no, that's not real. No, you can't make. No. Hot Rod is not a documentary, Mikey. <laughs> um, it is a documentary. It's the greatest documentary ever. Do- do- you know what's a documentary? What? This is a documentary that, like, this has been with me. I mean, this documentary came out in the 1980s, but, I mean, it has stuck with me. It's one of my favorites, actually. I watch it all the time. It's called Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, oh yes. yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And that was based in Great fact, documentary. That movie mm-hmm. was 100% true. Yeah. So, the check is in the mail. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, the check is in the mail. It's like old Jack Burton always said. Yep. I never drive faster than I can see, and besides that, it's all in the reflexes. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's been a while since I've watched that. I need to rewatch Big Trouble. You got to get on it. You got to get on it. Uh, Shout Factory just released a steelbook, this whole like box set, lovingly restored this film and like the materials that they, they put in this box set. They even put like a vinyl, it's like a neon green vinyl record with the soundtrack on. I don't even have a fucking mm-hmm. record player. And I, you know I bought that shit because I'm a fan. I'm How's a the commentary fan. on it? Do we get Kurt Russell commentary? Yeah, Kurt Russell and John Carpenter did one of the commentaries. And okay. then there's another commentary with like cast and crew because there was so much like practical effects. This is the 1980s, so they didn't have a whole lot of CG. So they have so they a special a lot effects artist practically. Shit? And so they have, um, I don't remember exactly who it is, but uh, several of like the cast and crew who did some of the like the practical effects scenes and stuff like that, like the guy exploding and other shit. Oh, so like um, the special effects people and the stunt people talking about what they did as it's yeah. happening. That's rad. Yeah, you. So you, you. Yeah, it is pretty rad. You're talking a little bit about your movie collection. Let's talk about that because we. Well, let's talk about commentary. Dude. I want to talk about that's, that. No, because that's that. a very <laughs> underrated thing. I love fucking. Do you watch commentary for all your movies that you've gotten? Regrettably, not all of them, but uh, I do. I do try. Like that's a feature, and I'm. I, I do, I'm so. I'm with you. I'm so glad that you feel this way because that is a feature yeah. that I. I do covet in a DVD release. That's uh, how you learn about movies. I love the film. Yeah, definitely. That's how you learn. I mean, about I mean, that. Almy, you you collect DVDs on a different level though, because we kind of we just get the movie. The, that's it. We, we're like, oh, this one just needs to be in the collection, and we kind of. Mm. I mean, I think you've seen yeah. a picture of our library. It's like, I think we're pushing seven hundred movies. But you're yeah, a little you guys bit have a huge. Yeah, it's a massive collection. We have almost like any notable movie almost yeah. that you could well, possibly think of. It's all yeah. for research. It's all you know. Yeah, it's wink, all, wink, yeah, yeah, research. No, I, I write it all <laughs> off. <laughs> but you, like, you, you get like the thirty-five dollar fucking hard case version collectible yeah. item of every yeah. single one. Yeah, I'm kind of an elitist. Like, I think it goes along with my getting four degrees and the master's degrees, and just like uh, just trying to be better than I am, really. Um, I'm like kind of snobbish actually. And so I will typically opt for the most expensive version of any movie that's been released. If there's a few different versions, I'm getting the 4k steelbook. That's like 40 bucks, the the triple disc or whatever. When Netflix came out a few years ago, like when Netflix was big shit, like 10 years ago and there were no competitors, it was just Netflix. And I had the streaming and I had the disc service. There was no movie that i couldn't have access to no television series that I couldn't at least get the discs for and watch. So there were several years, there were probably five or six years where I really 
bought almost no DVDs or, or, or movies unless it was like a big collector's edition of something that I really loved. Yeah. But for a while there, like I really curtailed my collection. Um, but then once the Netflix started breaking up and like Hulu was taking some shit and Amazon Prime started taking over market share and now we got Disney Plus and ESPN Plus and it's like every the Peacock is going to be a thing soon. Everybody's got like now I can't watch Frasier on Netflix anymore. It's fucking pissing me off. Cause I was in the third season of Frasier. I fucking love that show. And now it's gone. I got to go fucking go buy the peacock or some shit. It, it angers me. But what I decided at that point, uh, about two years ago, once Netflix really started getting broken down and it was just kind of Netflix originals, I decided that I was going to go back to buying films because I don't want to subscribe to like eight different. It's just like having cable at this point. It's like mm. an internet version of cable. Can we, yeah, uh, can I we go back to Frasier real quick? <laughs> Yeah, let's go back. To let's Frasier, break up these stories Frasier. a little bit. <laughs> what the I was like, well, Frazier's the one that sent him off. Interesting. Um, not Frazier yeah, specifically. Frazier is, once again, don't let your daughter see you watching Frazier because she, she'll think you're a little bitch. And, uh, but no way, Cheers. No way. Fra Cheers. for real men. That's Cheers is for men. Cheers is for isn't, men. I, I've never really watched Frazier, but isn't it like the worst Seinfeld? Yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, it's basically like two closeted brothers who just want to fuck each other. Like one of them's closeted. <laughs> the other well, one's come totally on. hetero. Dude, Frasier is dead. Have you watched Frasier? Have you even seen that show? If Frasier came like out today, if Frasier came out today, those two brothers would be openly gay. I don't know about that. But it Frasier came out. Was it came out in so what the dick on that show? The nineties. Frasier fucking pounded everybody. He almost yeah. He was trying to keep dog. people off he the scent, dude. So much dick on that show. He was fucking his ex-wife. He was fucking the house lady. He was fucking the, <laughs> every lady at his job. Those he girls just slept dick, over. Man. Did you ever see him? Did they ever show him fuck on the show? Those girls were just sleeping. That's a different no, time. It was on NBC. They couldn't yeah. show him deep dick and something. No, 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 no. Those girls were just sleeping over. They were beards, bro. They were beards. No, those sex beards. scenes at NBC. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. I think the reason Frazier, uh, the reason I like Frazier, too, is because he's smart. Like, he, he cracks a lot of jokes using his wit and his, because he's got, like, PhDs and shit. He's, like, a clinical psychologist and shit. So it's like mm -hmm. I admire the guy's scholastic achievements. And his ability to use his brain to kind of, you know, he doesn't have to compete with people on like a physical level. He's not arm wrestling somebody. He doesn't have to choke somebody out, but he's like running circles around people intellectually. Listen. Uh, so I, I. Can we talk about where Frazier like came that. from for a minute, though? Yeah, cheers, man. Cheers. You want to talk about a dude who Boston, was fucking? Dog. You want to talk about a dude who was fucking? Joey. Sam. Cheers, not friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah They're Sam, all the Sam same Malone. thing. Sam Malone was fucking yeah. everything that walked into that bar, dude. Sam Malone slang dick. Sam Malone slang so much dick, he actually <laughs> showed up on Frasier and slang dick on Frasier. He came in on like season two, and Wait. he slang dick on fucking Frasier's show, and then he left again. He was like, peace. I just, there's not enough dick on my show. I had to come <laughs> fucking fuck some pussy on your show, like slang some dick on your show. It was amazing. Yeah, he just Sam Malone is the OG pimp. He just showed up. Sure. He's like, Wait a minute, there's some pussy over here. Let me show up a couple episodes, dip out. Let me get what you got, yeah. and then get back to my show. Yeah, because Frasier was set in like Seattle or something. He moved to, from Boston to Seattle, and and fucking Sam Malone went and got a fucking Southwest ticket. He flew all the way across the country to slang dick. I yeah. bet he fucking. I bet he hitchhiked back and fucked everybody that gave him a oh, ride, dude. male or female. He didn't even. That have, was his he didn't even have to use his thumb to hitchhike back, bro. 
You know, it just hangs that dick out like it happened one night. You know that movie where she, you, you guys know it happened one night, right? 1930, what is it, 36? Fuck no, I didn't go to film um, school. Gregory, uh, Gregory Peck and uh, What's-Her-Face. Who directed it? It's a George Cukor film, oh. right? You guys you guys know that one, right? I know who it is. I don't know the I, don't I mean, know. I've never seen you two are the only ones who went to film school. He doesn't so. watch He doesn't <laughs> okay, watch anything so, fucking classic. <laughs> I don't like uh, yeah, I mean, black and so, white. So uh, It Happened One Night is a classic George Cukor film. He's the director. It, it was like 1936, somewhere in there. It was like late 30s. And it's got, um, I'm going to remember the lady's name after this is all done, and I'm going to kick myself, but it's Gregory Peck. And there's one point where they're trying to hitchhike, and he's got his thumb out, and everyone's driving past him. They're like, fuck you, dude. I'm not picking you up with your pencil-thin pencil, pencil thin mustache. You're going to fucking molest my children. And she gets up there. She's like, let me handle this. And she, like, pulls her dress up and shows her leg out, kind of sticks her leg out, like oh. all sultry and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she got, like, fucking socks halfway up her fucking calves and shit. I'm yeah. like, that's not sexy at all. But, like, that's 1930s. Yeah, but in that like, day, that's, Mormon. Yeah, that's like flashing them as they're going by. Almost. Yeah, like Mormons are popping boners and shit like that. She's like, got oh, my the- God, it's but She's got those uh, circulation socks. <laughs> what are those? Those thick tan socks that fucking old people wear? Is that what you're talking about? To help with their yeah, leg the circulation? Yeah, the socks that like, yeah. keep the circulation going. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, this is the 30s. It's pretty old. Okay. <laughs> I think Freddie's got the image. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I mean, that's like, I went with the Netflix thing, I went for like quality over quantity. And so that's kind of where I'm at. I have a smaller collection, but I definitely went for like the quality. Like I buy a lot of Criterion films. I try to buy like a lot of steel books. I've right. I really kind of switched over to 4K only. So that's kind of where I'm at as far as the collection goes. How's your display? So the display is pretty nice, although I'm a little worried, like the kid is trying to pull on stuff to try to help her stand. And I'm really worried I might have to just box all that shit up for like a year or two, just until she gets that out of her system. Why don't you just put it higher up? But I've got these two. Say what? Put it higher up. Well, I mean, like uh, the shelves are kind of, I mean, I could, I could drill something into the wall to keep it higher up. But right. right now the units that I have are like six foot tall uh, wall uh, units, but they're like, you know, they, they rest on the floor. They're not like uh, shelves mounted on the wall. They're oh, you can like bookcases. You can get a uh, earthquake shit for that, that you yeah, attach to the bookshelf and then attach to the wall. I don't know how much earthquake shit they have out in New Hampshire, Freddie. Uh, Amazon, bro. The oh. internet exists. <laughs> what is this you're talking about? <laughs> No fucking Amazon. <laughs> we just got a we just got a projector to have backyard movies. So that's been a uh, the trend in this house for the past week. Pretty much every night we've been like making pop. How is that? It's pretty fucking dope, actually. It's like you can get. I think hundred bucks, dude. Yeah, a hundred bucks, ten eighty p. You can get a fucking projector online, and it's good up to like a hundred and twenty, a hundred and fifty inches, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it's fucking. So basically, big. Sam Malone's dick. <laughs> yeah. yeah essentially yeah. so so you set it up and like we didn't even buy a screen for it like we just projected on the side of the house and it still looks pretty fucking good it has speakers in it yeah. and everything like we we plug in our amplifier to it so it gives it a little bit more juice but aside from that it's like it's perfect and like we move over to the hot tub set it in front of the hot tub now we have fucking big screen tv well you chill in the jacuzzi like, yeah it's Dude, it, that's baller yeah. that's how you get your dick sucked i'm sorry like you just bring people over and be like yo we're gonna watch a movie in the fucking hot tub i got a fucking bottle of wine or whatever like i got some fancy shit 
That's how you get your dick sucked. Yeah, yeah. I wonder that's, is, that's it, all I'm is it like if you play porn on that? Do you think all the neighbors would see? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Dude, that's what I told my buddy. My buddy got a uh, one of those projectors, same deal, like a hundred hundred bucks, and he's like, "Dude, it's 1080p," and I was like, "Yeah, but like, what are the lumens and shit like that? Like, is it bright? Does it look nice? Is it like the colors are saturated and rich or whatever?" And I was like, "Fuck all that." I was like, "What's important is it's got an HDMI input, right? You, oh, you yeah. can play porn on that thing." Yeah, and he's like, "Why did your mind go there first? I was like, "Dude, you got." You want a hundred inch dick that your neighbors can see yeah, from across the street. Yeah. That's what you yeah. want. There's you nothing want better. You want a hundred inch dick going in and out of a fucking ninety eight inch pussy. <laughs> There's nothing better than knowing like your neighbors are joking with you. You know, just a community Dude. thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's what we need in these trying times, you know yeah. what I mean? In these times of, like, social distancing and stuff, we need to feel like we're at least coming together on some things, and one of those things is 100-inch cum shot compilations. Yeah. Can, yeah. You Liter- fucking, can you imagine? Literally those, coming those together. inches a row. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> squirting across the side of your house while you're in the fucking uh, hot tub getting, getting your dick sucked. That's <laughs> fucking amazing. God damn, I love that life. Dude, I remember when I was a kid, you just, you never locked your door. There was a sense of community. People need to bring that yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> we need to bring that back. And the first thing we do is project 120 inches of porn on the sides of our houses so yeah. the entire neighborhood can come together. I mean, shit, maybe we should get a few more projectors so that way we have porn in I every think, single corner of the house. All our walls are just porn. I think you need to get every wall of the house. Yeah. Every Every exterior wall and the roof. And the roof. Fucking porn <laughs> oh, we can I'm do I'm not going to be happy <laughs> until these projectors are so high quality that you can make that porn so big that motherfuckers on the space station can see that fucking dick going right. in and out of that pussy. No. I want one that's like the size of the continental United States. I want them to be able to look down on the earth and I want them to see this giant American cock going in and out of this really <laughs> tiny Asian broad. Yeah. God damn. Almy, how America. good how how good quality will it be? <laughs> it will be and it's good fucking high quality. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> good fucking high quality. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I guess we should talk a little bit about your well, show. Uh, let's. <laughs> I do want to talk about. I forced Mikey to watch one of my favorite movies of all time last night. I want to get your. No, we're going to talk about that movie news. How's what, that what movie is, what news? Is the movie? That it's is movie 30 news. Year old movie. <laughs> Dude, we're going to talk okay. about that movie news. Fine. Anyway, well, okay. let's I talk. I got to wait for movie news. Yeah, you got to wait for okay. movie news. I'm not good at waiting. The reason the reason is I, I don't have anything new really written down because <laughs> I was worried about my computer fucking dying in the in the fucking the charger not working anymore. Uh, to be fair, the only the only film industry news is uh, Big Brother, so that's all yeah. we can really talk about. But anyways, Dude, is it Big Brother or is it Bachelor? It's Bachelor. That's oh, it's we're, yeah, we're gonna get to okay, that I though too. I can't wait because I'm a huge Bachelor fan. Oh boy, I'm just gonna drop that. I'm gonna tease that. Yeah, we're gonna get to that too. Um. But before that, let's talk about some swiping. Let's t- let's talk about some shit happens in your party naked. Tell the people about your show. Dude, uh, my show uh, is... Um, that was retarded as shit. My, my show is retarded as shit. <laughs> um, that's actually Chris Wetzke. <laughs> is it? <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so I try to make it funny. I basically talk, I mean, I try to do segments like you guys got movie news and shit like that. I try to do segments, um, particularly if I got my wife on because she doesn't follow shit. I mean, she, she's, I'm like, Hey, have you heard of this new thing that they've got? It's called the internet. She's like, what? Like she hasn't heard of like basic shit. Like I don't want to talk too much shit about it. She has heard about it. Even like, like Simmons and more and stuff like that. She still has trouble. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> she, every fucking time 
she hate that's the worst side. She hates that. Like at the end, when I start shouting out other shows, I'm like, yeah, listen to Failing Hot. She's like, you know, yeah. like she'll actively try to derail me from that too. She's like, she'll try to fuck me up. She'll start like making noise and faces at me and shit. Yeah. So like throw me off my game. Cause she hates it. She's like, why? I'm like, look, it's, it's a nice thing to do to shout out our brother and sister shows. I want people to listen to the other shows in our network. We're trying to like support each other. You know what I mean? You, like, you set on. her up a little and bit too like, sometimes. It. You're like, yeah, it's Simmons and Moore podcast. And who is that with? Uh, yeah. she, she's uh, like, hit me. I'm, I'm always like, hit me with a hashtag same PC. And she's like, Hashtag Sam and PC. Close enough. Let's go. Go. Close enough. Let's go. (laughs) I recorded like one minute. I I cut together like all of her. Like it's like a solid minute and a half or two minutes of her just fucking up. Hashtag Sam PC. And I sent it to Adam. I don't think he's played it in an episode yet, but I was like, bro, here you go. Like one day when you feel (laughs) bored, something you can play. It's entertaining. Yeah. Hashtag Sam PC. It's definitely you keep it entertaining with that at least. Yeah. So, I mean, I try to keep entertaining. I like, I, sometimes I do solo shows. Sometimes there's me and a, a guest, like the last episode, it was just me and Dutchie from hashtag no offense. Cause she's always busting my balls and she did not bust my balls like one time. She was like being polite. She's on my show. I'm like, you can be an asshole to yeah. me, but come at me. Was, like bro. all nice to me, which is yeah, like, come at me. Come on. Yeah. Which is great right. because I, I think I was telling you not too long ago at like, you're one of the few other, uh, regular interviewers on, in the inner circle, I would say, other than maybe Homie Kaz too, he has a lot of uh, guests. But you, you're so fucking good at interviewing guests and keeping the conversation going. Thank you. And you get some fucking interesting oh, guests, dude. You definitely get people with like deep stories and people that you wouldn't really typically. I don't know. I guess you wouldn't jump out and think about real quick. But you, you had that guy, that guy with the disease that's wheelchair bound or whatever. Oh, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, Tyler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, dude. That fucking dude, that guy's like. Confined to a wheelchair, he's got like the um, the muscular spinal atrophy, is MSA, I think. It's muscular spinal atrophy that he's had since he was born, right? The guy's like, he weighs less than my dick, and my dick is like aggressively medium size, like <laughs> very average, like yeah. aggressively average. Like it doesn't get more average than my cock, and he weighs less than my dick and balls, and they're tiny from steroid use, but. He's like, he goes to comedy shows and he like gets on stage and shit. I mean, he sounds like that guy from South Park with the thing on his, on his throat. And he's like, you know, like the electric thing. But I mean, like, dude, that guy's fucking hilarious. And, um, I don't know. I love that kid. And, and I just wanted to talk to him about like, uh, because I was like, dude, he's, he's funny. He's, he's not going to get hurt over shit. And we don't have to just talk about fucking muscle, muscular spinal atrophy. We can talk about the time that some lady put tits on his shoulder that weighed more than he did. Like yeah. each kit weighed more than that. <laughs> Which is great because like you kept it, it, I mean, it wasn't light. It's like, Oh yeah, this guy's a disease, but it wasn't like a pity party at all, which is how, yeah, how it kind of should be. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. somebody who's trying to be involved in comedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I got to keep my show funny. Like I, and I've turned off some guests from that before. Like I've had some people after the fact be like, yo dude, like that wasn't cool. Or I've had some people like, Hey, you're, you're, I don't really want to be on your show. Your shit's not for me just because like, I'll, I'll take shit seriously when it needs to be serious. Like it's not, I don't have like a, I don't have like a psychological issue, but I do want to like crack a few jokes. Like if you say something kind of funny, like, I don't know. I always had that dark sense of humor where like, even when shit is serious, like let's try to crack a joke. Like, right. I don't know. Like, what do they call that gallows humor where you're, you know, you're, you're like yeah. going off the gallows. They're going to hang you. You ought to be 
shitting your pants, but you're going to crack a joke anyway. Yeah, fuck it. That's... They're going to kill me anyway. Let me yeah. crack a fucking joke on my way out so I can look like a badass. Right. Yeah, like cops have that too. Cops, EMTs, yeah, so... they, that, they, you have to joke around about the shit you see every day. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Even like, with the military. Life. I, don't, I don't see shit, but I wasn't like molested as a kid. I didn't get beat or whatever, but I still feel like, you know, you got to balance that shit out a little bit. Like, you know, you don't want to have like an hour and a half of just like, hey, you know, you've got this disease and you're 26 and you should have died fucking 20 years ago and somehow you're still alive. But like, I don't know, that could change tomorrow. So let's, I don't know, it's fucking, even just talking about it that depressing, it's like, oh shit, I, I need to make a joke. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I can't. Well, half the time he made the about joke, like, so it was good. So, yeah, and I, I also try to talk to people who aren't just podcasters. Like, you you wind up talking to a lot of podcasters, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Like, you guys are podcasters. I'm a podcaster. That's what we're all doing here tonight. But, um, you know, like, I want to talk to some people that aren't necessarily podcasters that, you know, you just kind of get, like, a little exposure. Like, maybe they're an author, and they've written a book, but they don't have a podcast. So maybe they'd like to talk about their book, like Sally Cohn. Oh yeah, I yeah. talk to her. It's like, oh, you got a book, or you like you just go into like a cigar lounge and, and talk to somebody there sometimes. Oh yeah, Donald Gates, man, we recorded live at the Federal Cigar. And once this whole bullshit is over, like, my wife hates it because she doesn't like me smoking because smoking is not good for you. But right, whatever. And I'm diabetic, so she's like, you shouldn't be smoking. You're a type one diabetic, and you got your fucking heart and shit to worry about. And I'm all like, hey, bitch, you know, I ain't worried about my heart. <laughs> Don't make me kick your ass. But <clears throat> you know, like, we're gonna do more of those federal cigar shows because the live show is where it's at that's definitely at least for me like i love attention i just i'm like yeah. look at me look at me look at me like i was gonna say how much I'm gear do like, you roll up into a cigar lounge and just starts like clamping fucking microphones to tables and shit yeah. like that <laughs> yeah dude yeah i got like some i got some pretty cool microphone stands for like perfect for that type of environment because they'll just kind of like slide right up to the side of the couch or the chair that you're sitting in yeah and the arm will like come across like a boom arm it'll come across and it'll put the microphone right where you want it to be you can adjust it and, and then you could just like chill you could just lean back on the leather sofa honestly it's, it's the way you're supposed to do this like you you should be relaxed it's supposed to be free form people like the open conversation it's unedited it's it's kind of maybe a little bit more raw but it's like real you know right people yeah. love that shit and um i think that's what people like that's the appeal of podcasting over other audio mediums that people could listen to on their phone so um, that's the way it's supposed to be done, though. The cigar bar was was definitely like that's that was the tits because we went in on a Saturday. It was like Saturday evening when that that place was like a big pregame spot. Like people go and hit there and like they do a little. I mean, that's not like that's not the spot you want to be at at midnight. That's the spot you want to be at at like eight o'clock p.m. They you sell alcohol. Like get a little there? bit. Oh yeah, it's a bar. It's a oh, full shit. bar. So where is this in New Hampshire? A bar. So it's in Dover, New Hampshire. If okay. you're familiar with Dover, you, I'm yeah. sure you've heard of Dover, but it's in downtown Dover, New Hampshire. They just built it. So it's brand new. They like renovated the building. It looks beautiful. It's attached to like a regular cigar shop. So you can go buy cigars during the day to take home and put in your humidor. But they have like a bar attached to it that you like walk through and it, just imagine any like bar lounge type of, so they've got like nice big tables. They've got a, a huge bar with like a tremendous uh, bourbon and whiskey selection and craft beer selection. So they have just anything that you'd want to drink and they have a selection of cigars that you can get from the bar as well. And, uh, they've got like big leather sofas. They got a television, big television. They'll play sports on. Are you and allowed so the to crowd rip is butts? Like a lot more chill. Say what? Are you allowed to rip butts at this fucking bar? I don't know. I've never seen anybody smoke 
like cigarettes in there. I'll be I'll be that asshole. I have no problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, everybody's already smoking cigars. I don't see how a cigarette could be like that offensive to a place that's filled with cigar smoke, like literally filled with a haze of cigar smoke. Do the only thing I didn't like about recording there is all my shit smelled for like two weeks. Oh yeah, did you have to like get uh, permission from like the owner or anything like that or? Yeah, so like um, the guy I was on the podcast with, Donald motherfucking Gates, he hosts Adulting with Donnie podcast. So shout out to Adulting oh, with cool. Donnie. And he actually knows the, um, they're like big into guns and shit like that. They go shooting and stuff. So he knows the owner of the Federal Cigar. So he hit the guy up. He was like, hey, we'd like to record a podcast here. I respect you. So I wanted to like make sure it was cool with you. Can we use your space? And the guy was like, absolutely. We love you. So we just, we did an exchange. We did like a shout out on the show to Federal Cigar for anybody who lives in the area. We, we did like a little promo for them just to kind of make it even with the guy. And um, yeah, so he was, he was totally cool. They told the bartender, like, look, these guys are coming in, you know, let them do whatever they fucking want to do. So yeah, I slapped her with my dick. She was cool with him. <laughs> like he said, let him do whatever. So I love the ambiance that you could hear the back and everything like that kind of adds. A new yeah, I was really kind of worried about that. Like I was worried that all that was going to get, but I had the noise gate on. So it actually worked pretty well having the noise gate on it. It kept most of that out or down at least. And it was kind of in the background. So it worked pretty well. And I like the live recordings. Like I like, I did a live recording at a comedy club last October and I liked the ambiance. I liked it when you say something that's funny and people laugh, you get that immediate feedback where, if I'm doing a solo episode, I might write down like a bunch of stuff that I think is funny that amuses me. I might even like run it past my wife or somebody else and just be like, yo, like I got this idea. Is this funny? Or like, how can I push this and develop this into like a funny premise that I can then like sort of rattle off, but you don't ever get, you know, like, you know, maybe somebody texts you and says like, Hey, that was like kind of a funny thing that you said or whatever, but like half the time you just, you don't even know, but the thing about having that live ambiance is that like people are kind of listening to you. And so if you say something, they laugh and okay, so it's good. I feel good about that gay chicken joke. Cause everybody was fucking <laughs> pissing their pants laughing. Were you solo for that show? No, I had a couple of guests. Um, I knew I couldn't count on Christina to get up on stage with me. That's <laughs> a little, a little beyond her comfort level. Like right. I don't mind people looking at me, but she's just like, nah, I want to, I'm just going to sit in the audience for this one. But I had uh, the guy who actually set that up, the guy who got in touch with the comedy club owner. So I had him. He has a podcast. And uh, to kind of return the favor, I had him and his his co-host up on stage with me. So we did the thing together. Oh, that's cool. So that's nice to be able to bounce off of people then, too. Yeah, that actually helps. Because otherwise, it's like you're not really doing a live podcast anymore. You're just kind of like recording an hour long comedy set. Yeah. 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 That's what I was thinking. putting it up as a podcast. Right. Like if it's just me saying funny shit and trying to make the audience laugh, like that's not functionally different than just doing a set. And I don't have a fucking hour. I'm not that funny. You're pretty funny. I mean, the, the show, you got well, some moments, you. you got your moments. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I do try. I mean, put a little bit of effort in. What, what episode are you on at this point? Shit, I'm in the 70s somewhere. I actually am one of the few. I'm actually surprised. I think Joe Rogan kind of fucked this up for everybody because he numbers his episodes. And I think everybody, when they get into podcasting, they look at Joe Rogan and they think he's at the top. He's number one. He's the guy who's who's killing it. He sets the mold for all of us to follow. And yeah. so 
I think a lot of people try to emulate him. And so uh, episode numbers are kind of a big deal in the indie podcast community. I see it all the time in everybody's posts on Twitter and Facebook and shit, how this is episode number uh, 100, a plunge. Your brother, yeah, yeah. Uh, Riley, just, um, what is it? It's, it's about two weeks ago now, released his 100th episode. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic because it's like, wow, what a milestone. Every week for 100 weeks, this motherfucker's released an episode. So, like, we of all people should understand the, the um, dedication that takes. But I also think that if you're putting up episode 100, like if I'm not a podcaster, I'm just a guy who likes to listen. I see that and I think, do I have to listen to all 99 episodes before the 100th one or can I yeah. just jump in with the 100th one? <laughs> right. So I, I just, I got rid of episode numbers. Oh, the really? only reason I put them in is so that Apple can like keep shit straight. Like the Apple podcast app likes to have the number. Right. But otherwise mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it. I don't. So I'm in the 70s somewhere. So that's about two um, years again, I don't, almost. I don't do every week. I can't do every week. It's just... So did you start around the same time as the plunge then? Uh, I think I got, I think I got them beat by a little bit, right. but like I said, I don't, I'm Riley is so good about every single week. Every week. You know what yeah. I mean? Like he is, he's great about that. And I'm not, I'm like twice a month, three times a month in a good month. You know what I mean? Right. So, uh, I got a question for you, man. Um, yeah. What are your top three movies that you will watch? I don't Ooh. know. Every six months for the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. That's an awesome question because I think a lot of times people have favorite movies, mm-hmm. but they, they like the movie, but they don't, they don't watch it a ton. And I think your favorite movie should be one that like anytime you're flipping through the channels and you're bored, if exactly. it's on, you can't turn away. You have to watch it. My number one, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's probably Forrest Gump, Forrest Gump all day. If that okay. fucker's playing okay. somewhere, I'm watching it. I respect that. I respect that. Um, I think for me, number one is Big Trouble in Little China. I was uh-huh. Ooh, very yeah. serious when I said how much yeah. I love that movie because that's a movie that when that movie was, I had a VHS. I like recorded it off of television in like 1990 or something, right? So mm-hmm. I must have been 10-ish. Sounds about right. I was probably in like fourth grade or something like that. So mm-hmm. one summer, and it must have been like between fourth and fifth grade or fifth and sixth grade or something, right? It was somewhere around like 1990. I literally watched that movie. And I know kids these days, young people say literally when they don't mean literally. Yeah, yeah. I try never to say literally. And I, I try to only say literally when I mean literally. People say literally when they mean figuratively. They yeah, say yeah, literally, yeah. but they mean to say figuratively. He's figuratively Adolf Hitler because he's not literally Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Adolf Hitler killed himself fucking 65 years ago. Uh, years ago. Let's not. You Can we talk about this? Because you fucking host what, a conspiracy Jews? podcast, bro, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm and you, co-host of a conspiracy and you honestly podcast, believe I'm the Hitler killed skeptic. himself? Oh, okay. He is, yeah, he's the resident. I haven't skeptic. gotten around to listening to it yet because you fuckers haven't had me on yet. But why do you have to be well, on dude, to listen to it? Because I'm in. It's at, a, uh, it's protest, bro. It's protest. That's a uh, that's a high priority for me. At least for me, that's a t- that's top priority. Being I, that you are the paranormal fuck. Me. I haven't even yeah, told my stories on here. Like we were talking about shit we did before the podcasts and stuff like our lives and shit. I literally told mm-hmm. half of a story, a quarter of a story. And they were like, okay, let's move on. And I'm <laughs> like, fucking bill just went on for 45 minutes about being a vigilante and shit. And I l- literally got, Hey, have you ever seen anything? Well, I've never seen anything, but I've heard something. Okay, cool. <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> 
Anyway, that is unfortunate. I digress. But we're going to be ready for your paranormal stories because I want to hear about it. Like I'm, I'm the skeptic, but I still like hearing about it. Like I like using my imagination to think like, what if? You know what I mean? Like it's still. Yeah, I'm, and then I'm recording at this studio, like all by myself. Like we rent an office in an office building, but guess what? At fucking ten thirty on a Friday night, this bitch is empty. I'm the only motherfucker for like miles, and like I'm pretty sure that the lady who rented us this spot told me that there are homeless people that live in the woods across <laughs> the fucking parking lot. So don't get it twisted. I got my fucking nine millimeter. I'm holding my fucking nine millimeter in my hand right now. Live for your die, bitch. If you come up to me in this parking lot at 11 o'clock at night, I'm fucking putting nine millimeter slugs in your fucking dome, bitch. Dude, why don't wait for them to, to come up to you? loading my fucking podcast shit in my car. Why wait for them to come up to you? Just get a 50 cal out the window and pick them off before they get a fucking chance. That's what I'm saying, but I, I haven't seen any of them yet. They haven't emerged from the woods. Okay. So I don't know if they're... They're probably they're clowns. Like, Let's be real. They're, they're probably fucking, clowns. I mean, this is Maine. It could be fucking Sasquatch in there. I could <laughs> fucking see an alien. So I definitely stay strapped when I come up in this fucking podcast studio. Don't nobody that listens to this think you're going to roll up on this fucking podcast studio and catch me unawares, motherfucker, because I got my fucking gun. <laughs> yeah, you try and take these mics, I'm going to take your life, homie. That's what I'm fucking saying. So you... Dude, you fucking... You listed one movie before we get too far. <laughs> movie, he asked I, about three. And then I went off. You guys were worried that we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Uh, I was not worried. <laughs> I was like, we're having an army. It's fine. No, but this question, uh, I think I brought up to Mikey like a couple months yeah. ago. I want it to be like a regular question we ask guests. So I'm kind of yeah. glad I actually thought of it. <laughs> I'm very glad you did too, because the other film, the second film I'm going to mention is Goodfellas. Okay. That's another oh, yeah. film that is just so perfect on every level. I, might, I can just watch it. I love it. I watch it at least once a year if I don't catch it on TV. And my wife is one of my wife's favorites, too. So, yeah. like, once a year, so we funny. have to watch Goodfellas. I might it's put amazing. Casino above Goodfellas. Okay, that's a controversial opinion because Casino is a very good movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's above Goodfellas. Like, Casino is a very good film, but fuck, it's so hard. Like, there's so many good lines. There's so many fucking uh epic actors in there and i mean just the way he puts that film together where like the first bit of the film henry the main character of course who's played by ray liotta as an older individual he's a young guy and he's like getting involved in the mafia lifestyle and set in the 1950s and it's kind of this idyllic upbringing so he uses a lot of like freeze frames and stuff like that and and the way the story is told you're like fuck yeah like i'm rooting for this guy and like i can totally see why he would get intoxicated by this mafia lifestyle and he would get kind of swept into this because it was like this was an opportunity for him to like fucking big dick on people and shit like that like he could be something even coming from this uh, impoverished neighborhood with little education low socioeconomic standing he sees this mafia lifestyle and and he kind of glorifies a little scorsese makes it look beautiful too with the freeze frames and and all of the the music the way the music is integrated he the first half of the movie, you're thinking, holy shit, no wonder he always wanted to be a gangster. That's the opening line of the film, right? Yeah, Ever since yeah. I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. And then he shows you for the first 45 minutes of the movie why you would want to be a gangster. You're in this club. These people are hugging you when you get out of court. You learn the two most important things in life. I'm proud of you. You learn the two most important things in life. Yeah. You don't rat. Never rat on your friends and always yeah. keep your mouth shut. And he slips some money in his pocket. You know what I mean? And he, of course he loves the life. And then the end of the film is a total opposite. It does a 180, right? It's all the music shifts. 
It's the music of the 70s. It's more like counterculture music, things like Rolling Stones and shit like that. And um, it's more of like paranoia, the helicopters flying overhead. There's more like jarring cuts. So the film language that he used, I mean, like this is a great example of actually looking at the semiotics of a film. So if you're in film theory, this is a film to use for examples of language uh, film as language, right? The the way that a director communicates things linguistically, but through the 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 like the visuals and the the audio of the film, and it's it's a perfect example. I mean, I think it's, it's such a wonderful film because it's like so entertaining and enjoyable to watch. Like fucking watching Robert De Niro in this film is like forget about it. It's fucking amazing to watch. And um, uh, like I think Joe Pesci. I, exactly. I was going to say we need to bring up Pesci as well because. Yeah. Pesci's incredible. I mean, he's he's everything. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be afraid of him in real life. Like, I know he's like 85, and I could fucking punch him once and break his head. He's like, 85. I know I he's 4'2". Like, pretty sure he's using I'm still afraid uh, child of Joe seat. Pesci, right? Yeah. Tommy DeSimone is a fucking animal. Like, that guy will fucking shiv you for looking at him wrong with an ice pick in the back of your neck. You know what I'm saying? Dude, you pat him down. You're not animal. patting him down for guns, dude. You're making sure he ain't got a fucking pen on him. He ain't got nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't his, didn't his ex-girlfriend I mean, put a Whip, hit out dude. on him or something? Yeah. Was that the was that the, what the story was? His, uh, and not to mention, to bring it back to Cheers, his current wife, correct, is uh, Rita? Rita? The What's waitress from... Oh, Danny DeVito's wife. Yes. Okay. Danny DeVito married Rhea Perlman. Rhea yeah. Perlman. Uh, shout out Rhea, Rhea Perlman. Perlman. Yeah. Shout out Cheers. Shout out Rhea Perlman. Yeah. So like Goodfellas is, is just a fucking incredible movie. I mean, it's like both of those movies are fun in different ways, right? Like I love watching them. So quote, epically okay. quotable. Okay. Like, that's what you need in a, in a top film too. You need to be like every line of the movie is like, I could repeat this to people. And even if they don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, I'm still going to feel cool as shit. The yeah. check is in the mail. What's, People will look at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, What's go. number third? Number third. Number third. <laughs> number third. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> this is going to be a tougher one. I'm going to reach back in time, and I'm going to go with The Thin Man. Uh, that is a 1934 film starring uh, William Powell and Myrna Lloyd, directed by W.S. Woody uh, One-Shot Van Dyke. And mm-hmm. um, is this it was, is this uh, just a show off pick for uh, people to know you went to film school? This is yeah. Well, <laughs> on top of the fact that I was just talking about the semiotics and film language in Goodfellas, like, oh, I, I tuned out the badass that. gangster pick. <laughs> like I, I dropped a fucking vocab on you, motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. And I paid a lot of money to learn what that fucking vocab means. Yeah. Um, symbiotics. Fact, I thought I'm I assumed you were talking about robots, dude. <laughs> I, I no. assumed that was robots. Yeah, we we hear symbiotic symbiotic set, right? <laughs> yeah. So, so um, the Thin Man is great, though. It's like a hard-boiled detective movie. It's based on a Dashiell Hammett novel. No, it's it's like a Dashiell. Well, maybe it is based on a Dashiell Hammett novel. We'll have to look that up. And anyway, um, Myrna Loy, awesome. It's a great screwball. They have like this screwball comedy kind of back and forth, like it's a detective thing, but it's not super hard-boiled. Mm-hmm. Like the main character is a detective, but he doesn't really want to be a detective because he married this rich broad and he just wants to like kick back and like just 
it's called the drinkingest movie in Hollywood in the 1930s. It was called the drinkingest movie in Hollywood. It was filmed just before the code, the Hayes code got brought in. So they got away with some stuff. They, they uh, kind of snuck some stuff in under the radar. That the they Hayes weren't g- able to get away with in the thirties and forties. For those who don't work in the film industry, can you uh, let us, I mean them know <laughs> what the Hayes code is? Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, prior to the MPAA, which rates films, on the like G to X right. scale or NC 17 scale or whatever prior to that. Right. I think it was, um, you know, it was like late seventies that that came, that came about that rating or mid seventies that the rating scale came about. But prior to that, there were no ratings for films. They were just mm-hmm. all kind of like movies got released. And so parents had, um, legitimate concerns that their children were going to see these like gangster films, like little Caesar or, um, the original Scarface from the thirties. And it's like, right. people are getting murdered in alleyways and shit. And so they're like, my eight year old just went and saw this fucking film where a guy gets shot with a Tommy gun outside the fucking theater or whatever. It was kind of traumatic for this kid. So, what they did was they, they, they didn't want the government, which was like, you know, this is, they're coming off prohibition in the thirties and people were bitching all through the twenties during prohibition that like Hollywood was just too scandalous. These films are inappropriate for my children. They're seeing titties and shit like that. Yeah. They had titty meat out. If you go see like the right movie from the 1920s, they got fucking tit meat hanging out. They got ass meat hanging out. <laughs> they treated it like art, like Renaissance <laughs> art. You can see titty meat. You can see vaginas and shit like that. They treated film like that for a little while, especially the European directors like right. uh, von Sternberg and shit. Oh yeah. But at any rate, uh, the Hollywood, the Hollywood as a whole, all of the studios kind of got together and I said, listen, the government is going to slap us with some shit pretty soon. They're going to make some rules that we're going to have to follow and we're going to have to follow if we're going to get paid. But if we institute a code, we can self-police ourselves before it gets that far. So that's what they did. So the Hayes code was cooked up by this dude. His last name was Hayes. I can't remember his first name right now, but oh, he, thought, they cooked up this code. I thought he was to- token on that jazz cabbage, dude. <laughs> Say what? I thought he was token up on that jazz cabbage. He might have been. You never know. Motherfuckers back then like to get lit, but they did it low key. You know what I mean? You have to go to the jazz club. They had a fucking problem. Oh no no no! (laughs) Of course they just went home. They just you know what? They white knuckled it all day. They went home. They got shit faced and they beat the fuck out of their wives. That's how they did it back in the nineteen thirties. And then they went down to the bar and met a dude and fucking. Got the sex they he really wanted. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's Hollywood, dude. Yeah, exactly. God, is a good old days, man. Yeah. God, what's going to take for me to get me out there? Dude. Can we do this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come on Fucking out, man. Come out. I'm ready to suck a dude. dick. I'm ready to suck a dick in the we'll house. We you got a room oh, here. All t- oh, that's the cost, actually. You stay in this room. That's that's on my bucket list for sure, is sucking some D in Hollywood. Yeah. Bro, that's Just the most Kaz. That's the most old Hollywood thing of all time, is getting fucked up the ass by a dude and then go home to your wife. Yeah, like, I, or unless you're like a 12 year old girl, and then it's uh, fucking Charlie Chaplin in a hotel. Yeah, actually, we, we could talk yeah. about some TV and movie real quick because that that's a great segue into the show Hollywood. Have you seen the show Hollywood? I'm yet? known for my I'm known for my uh, segues. That's on Netflix, right? The Hollywood. I, it's yeah, I think it's Netflix. It's yeah. a Netflix original by yeah. Ryan Murphy, the guy who did uh, American uh, Horror right. Story. Uh, obviously, Glee. Glee. Yeah. I heard he's a prick. Glee. Oh yeah, there's yeah, no way I that dude's not. Love an me asshole. some Glee. 
Yeah, so I, I saw it. My, in fact, my wife was even like, "Hey, what about this?" And then we, the baby started crying, and we didn't, we didn't end up watching. We got really close. You like should we watch almost it. Almost got the tip in there. Literally, this conversation has been all about that show. It, yeah. it's literally it's like a, it's all about show. how back in the day. Um, that's all it was actors that want to make it. You can all make it. You just got to get fucked in the ass by another dude. Yeah. And then they'll put you in the star films. They're, they were saying like, there's a lot of like truth to how it actually. Well, was. there are a couple yeah. of people who actually existed. Uh, Rock Hudson is in it with his real yeah, life manager. Rock Hudson liked that shit though. He was, yeah. I mean, he was really gay. Well, he didn't like, he, fuck, like, he didn't like fucking his agent though, which is what they were. Yeah. What they were showing. Well, let me ask you guys, this is the part of your show where I interview you. Let me okay. ask you guys a question because you're out there in Hollywood. You know, like you guys, I really admire what you guys do. Let me kiss your ass before asking this question. I admire what you guys do. Like I obviously went to film school. I studied film theory and not film technique. But, and as you guys know, I mean, obviously I've retained a shit ton of my yeah, knowledge. But, um, <laughs> can I, can but I, I ask one thing? Do because honestly, like, I don't know that people get into film theory. Like, I guess you can get into film theory if you want to be like a film journalist or film critic and you want to write books about 1930s Hayes Code, which apparently I just fucking did. Yeah. But um, <laughs> like the filmmaking, like I think that's where most people kind of start is like, wouldn't it be cool? Like, I love these things. I love watching films. I love talking about films. I love rewatching films. I love watching the commentaries on films. I like watching fucking film trailers six months before a movie comes out and touching myself through my pants while it's on. <laughs> James yeah. Bond, shout out to uh, No Time to Die. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm saying to y'all is, though, for the Hollywood dream, right? I mean, I think most people, they want to be at the top of the industry. You know, they want to be they want to be calling the shots at a studio or they want to be directing the, the huge features or they want to be acting as the, the leading guy or lady or whatever. Yeah. If all you got to do is take it in the ass or suck a little dick. Yes. Is that worth it to you guys? Yes. Do you do that? Yeah. Um, okay. Dude, I, yes, yeah, that's, only, that, yes, that's for right answer. Yeah, that's 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 for Freddie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For me, I, I I would never like. I've I've had celebrity friends and I've hung around with them and like people that have been like followed around and shit like that. And that's not a life I ever want. Like never, I so, never, I never I can understand that. I never ever I can understand that. But ever want to go look, to? I'm not just have lunch and constantly have people fucking walking up to me wanting to take a like yeah. it's the most annoying no, thing in the that. world and I you don't that. realize that until like you do experience oh no i wouldn't want to be you, in front of the segued, camera you've actually segued into the second part of what i wanted to well, say let me like, let me finish i think you're let me finish answering yeah, your question sure. uh because i don't want to be an actor that's the last thing yeah. i want to do but if some yeah. chick fucking morphed out of a shadow maybe a thousand fucking black bats come together and form this woman and she comes up to me and says if you eat my pussy right now you can join the 44 as a prop master and uh you can See, just skip you the made next it sound hot you can skip the yeah, next yeah like he a, did okay dude what if it's like danny devito yeah danny devito <laughs> comes up to you after a run yeah he's sweaty he kind of stinks. He hasn't showered in a few days because, you know, it's it's quarantine. Can he be in so, penguin like, makeup? Can he please be in penguin makeup? Let me. Yeah, he's in penguin. He's in full <laughs> penguin makeup. Like, just, 25 see... years later, he's fucking he's he saved that shit. Yeah. Just to degrade people even further. Like he's in fucking character. He's like eating a dead fish, like yeah. a real dead fish, not a prop dead fish. He's eating a real dead fish. It smells like a goddamn dumpster. Oh, with that grease so coming between his teeth. And, smell like. and you got to fucking go down on him. You got to slurp that fucking fish <laughs> goo out of his fucking dick. OK, but 
But but you can be whatever you want to be. The fucking top prop guy in the whole fucking world, Michael Bay, will be fucking kissing your ass to come on his movies to do the prop shit. Do you, you do don't it? have to keep not selling me. An actor. I, I fucking think you want that. Not everybody wants to be recognized everywhere you go. Some people want to be able to walk through a fucking airport and not get harassed, right? I fucking yeah, respect yeah. that. Yeah. Well, you you sold me before that whole line. So uh, let me just say, like in high school, you know, everybody, all their all guys are always like, "Bro, how much money would it take you to suck a dick?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. My answer was like, always five billion dollars. You know, no, no, no. Up. You do it for five hundred, bitch. Bro, <laughs> I would always give you know two grand. You give me two grand, I'll suck a dick. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. reasonable. That's reasonable. Exactly. Because you have your standards, but you're also you're not. I hate. It's my first time. Posture. Like, I'm so heterosexual that I would not suck a dick for less than $10 million. Like, you bitch, you know you would. Yeah. You wouldn't do it for $9.9 .9 million. You know you'd suck that dick. Like, don't fucking draw <laughs> yeah. this line in the sand. Bro, if some guy showed you a million dollars, enough money for you to live for fucking two years without working. I think once you get older, no I think once you get older, you kind of, or most people, maybe not the super bro-y people, but like, you kind of realize, you know what? That doesn't sound like that traumatic of an experience. No, I can get over that. Plus, we're <laughs> no, from the fucking East Coast. Like work. You just fucking, you clock in, you suck that dick, you swallow <laughs> that load, you fucking clock out, you go Listerine your shit, and then you fucking count the dollar bills. Yeah. Like, who is not sucking dick for, I mean, honestly, like, there's a line that's insulting. Like, $10 to suck your dick? Get the fuck out of here. I have a job. I don't need $10. That's not even a yeah. fucking meal at a fucking sandwich spot. You know what I mean? It's like, got to be more than. It's not even a Moe's sub. It's got to be don't more than six. It's got to be more than six months of pay. That's where I draw the line. I agree. It's got to be, it's got to be enough that the money is really going to affect you. Like it's going to pay off a big debt. Like mm -hmm. fucking grandma's in the hospital. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, you know, this is going to make a difference because it's going to get me out of debt. It's going to pay off the house or it's going to, that's going to go in the bank and I can quit my job and I can like fucking, it's going to pay for my daughter's college or, or I can quit my job and podcast full time. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're going to suck a dick. For or the you dude's really hot. <laughs> What's that? Or the dude's really hot. Like, I would suck Johnny Depp's dick just as fast. <laughs> suck Johnny Depp's dick. No money has to change hands. I'll suck Johnny Depp's dick oh, right exactly. now just so I could get on a fucking podcast. But like, guess what I did five minutes ago? My breath still smells. This fucking <laughs> microphone Yo. foam windscreen is going to smell like Johnny Depp's cum because I just sucked his dick less than five fucking minutes ago. He's still laying on my couch <laughs> with one of his fucking scarves wrapped around his neck. He was choking himself with that fucking thing. He's still catching his I got his ring marks. From that fucking dick sucking <laughs> I just but, but, but. I would. I I would put John Cusack's dick to the oh back my of my throat real quick. But wow! But I also love John Cusack. What's your favorite John Cusack? Uh, oh, high Fidelity. <laughs> okay, High Fidelity is good, but I raise you one gross point blank. Oh, I do enjoy a gross point blank. That might <laughs> be in my top ten dead. movies that I watch. Better off dead. Are is... you guys still talking about dicks? Yes, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, like we're gonna circle back to the dick. <laughs> yeah. To answer your question, I'm never too far from a dick. To answer your question, though. No, I would if if it was to get to where I am now, I would still take the ladder that I took to get to where I am. Now. Say say yeah, if I'm, I'm, I took a magic wand I'm, and I flicked it at you and you were instantly gay, and then flicked it again and you could have sex with anybody you wanted on the planet. How did that question? Who come would up you here? suck off first? I, I don't fucking. I haven't thought about that too hard. Who hasn't thought about that? <laughs> 
I guess me. Who hasn't thought about that? Indeed. I mean, like, <laughs> I've dedicated an entire podcast with 70 something episodes to that very question. Yeah. Who's there? Are you going to suck if you're gay for 10 minutes? Uh, I just said Joseph Johnny Gordon. Depp, and Johnny Cusack's not a bad answer either. Joseph Gordon, such a basic bitch over here. <laughs> I, love, I love Better Off Dead. Better Off Dead might be in my top five. That movie is <laughs> so good. Do you have any idea the That's street a, value of this snow? <laughs> yeah. It's a damn shame when people be throwing away a perfectly good white boy like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that. I fucking love that line. Um, that's another good uh, transition right there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. A show that Freddie and I have been addicted to these past, just this week, <laughs> um, but we've been binging oh, it, yeah, is yeah. Uh, Snowfall. Yeah, Snowfall's real okay. good. Okay, is that good? I saw that on your uh, on one of your, like it was either Instagram or Facebook, one of your stories. Yeah, I did a story and about that it. That was like... Okay, yeah. that's what you're hooked on. Is it good? Like, what's it's it about? It's fucking great. What's going yeah, on it's. With that uh, show? I don't know how that? this has gone three seasons to where we haven't really heard too much about it. It's about mm. the crack epidemic. It's pretty much about it's Rick loose, Ross. Yeah. Well, it's oh, loosely based on Freeway Rick Ross. Yeah, and uh, the CIA's oh, in it too. Fuck yeah, that dude. Yeah, the CIA's in it, and um, it's about oh, the, the discovery. Oh he, shit. He starts out selling uh, cocaine, yeah, and then he learns about this dude out in San Francisco who basically created crack. So that's oh, shit. It's on Hulu. It's yeah. on Hulu. We got three seasons of it too. I love it. I'm a, yeah. God damn you! I fucking I don't have Hulu. You need a password? Maybe we should probably talk about off that one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Send me a text <laughs> off the air. <laughs> you won't be able to I mean, log Hulu, in. Hulu, <laughs> we are not sharing passwords. <laughs> no, more like you won't be able to log into your own fucking account if you give it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, let's be Dear real. Dear Hulu, I, uh, <laughs> I will suck someone's dick there to make this right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I got Prime and I got Netflix, but I got to draw the line somewhere. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, I get it. I just don't watch enough TV these days. I watch a lot of Sesame Street. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> That's they're still making new episodes of that shit, dude. They're fucking still making Sesame Street. They started in 1969. Like Jimi Hendrix was still alive when the first episode of fucking Sesame Street debuted. I don't know that's a fact. Actually, he might have died yeah. in '68. No, Ses regardless, Se the first episode like of Sesame still. Street aired the day of Woodstock. That's a fact. Is that a fact? Okay, that's well then fact. he was still alive because I'm pretty sure he was at Woodstock. That's when he burned his guitar. Well, famously. that's what they want you to think. That was a projection. Hmm. No shit, that was a hologram of Tupac? Dude, they yeah. already, <laughs> Jimmy Hendrix. They already had the fucking technology. The yeah, government. dude. The... Goddamn. See, the CIA has had shit that we don't even know about for fucking decades. Mm -hmm. That's Creatures of the Night topic right there. Yeah. You keep that That's for Creatures your, of yeah, the yeah, Night. Yeah, you keep that for, for, for that show uh, when you have Freddie on. We gotta talk We gotta talk later, Freddie. Shit. Yeah. yeah. Check out Snowfall, though. Um, we have another show that's... Uh, there's a movie that's coming out that both uh, me, Bill... Freddie helped out on it. Kaz actually helped out on it. Oh Coming yeah, out no on shit. I forgot to How add that, that to the post. Yeah, yeah. He he texted me and gave gave us a little bit of shit for that. He's like, uh, oh. "Hey, am I am I not allowed to talk about this? Is this like a secret thing that I I didn't have any part of this?" Kaz, because like, I didn't get a tag. In fucking that thing. calm down, bro. You <laughs> made one fucking logo, dude. No, he made three <laughs> logos. He's a real fucking diva now. He's a, he's got some. He's he's got a couple like good. He made um he made the the weed mint. The logo for the weed mints in the movie. Yeah. It's a nice big shot of that. He made the uh the, the dog cleaning the dog spray. cleaning spray mm -hmm. logo. 
Oh, and he made the bumper sticker on the back of the. Oh car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are the three. Yeah, he made he made a couple like pretty zeroed in thing. But I prop mastered it. Bill, assistant prop mastered it, and Freddie helped out a couple days too. I think like what That's eight days? Cool. Yeah, four days, or no, eight days. So the name of that, uh, so everybody can look out for the. You need Hulu to watch this too, Almy. You got to get on that Hulu. Oh, yeah. yeah, Into the Dark I series, bro. Yeah, I'm Hulu time. Yeah, it's a Blumhouse uh, Into the Dark series. Uh, it's it oh, yeah, that's right. It comes out on Father's Day, and it's called Good, Good Boy. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah. Yeah. So uh, trailers out now. Um, I think we posted a little clip on our Instagram. So go check that out if you haven't seen it, um, dude. Motherfucking shout out. Yeah, that's right. fucking awesome. Yeah, starring, that's cool starring Judy Greer as got well. got to do that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like... It was I, like need, I need to find somebody who, like, want to do, like, need, need like, a deep voice for voiceovers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to get all, like, sultry and shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to talk to my, Bill. Lend my voice to, like, trailers, like, yeah. in the world. Bill's done some voiceover Her work. dicks are projected at 150 inches on the side <laughs> of people's... Yeah houses maybe hit some point in a world and shit (laughs) in a world um but yeah kaz uh he he always when he was out here he's like dude i've always he's like it's like my dream to have something that i did in a movie Mm -hmm. so he like kind of put it in my ear and i was like hey man he's i was like i'm not gonna hire you for all the graphics because i don't know you yet i don't i mean i know you but i don't know how your work is and how you're gonna react on a dime because you have to be quick when i like hit you up and be like this needs to change right now i need it tomorrow like you need to be able to do it fast so i was like i'll give you three i'll give you three graphics and then i i hit him up for those and i was like and i'll give you like i'm not gonna pay you full i'll give you 50 bucks but if it works out next one i'll pay you full price on so he was like oh fuck yeah, yeah. he's like i got this. i would do that shit for free like to me that's a bucket list type of thing oh yeah to just be able to say like hey i did that shit oh like, he said he know, would man. have some days some days i feel like man I don't, i'm gonna see if there's something filming in boston or something like that just so i can volunteer like hey man just let me come hang out let me fucking say i did it i can no. cross that one off the bucket list you can i got a job like i don't you can i don't need to make any money doing it i just want to say i did it there's and tons of pa jo- jobs over there dude just just apply as a pa like you don't need any experience you just show up and hand out yeah. walkies and like tell people they can't pass the sidewalk that's mm-hmm. about it <laughs> so uh, yeah I, so, but i mean the, like that would be kind everywhere. of fucking lame but you know what I'm saying, though. Yeah. That, like that's a that's a fucking that's a thing for a lot of people. Like, you tell Kaz, "Hey, I can't pay you. Fuck it, I don't care. Like, I'll do it just to get my work out there." You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll get a, I'll do it just to like make a connection or, you know what I mean? Like when I was younger, I had to I had to get paid. But like now that I'm a little older, I'm like whatever. I got equity. I can fucking take some time off, and and it doesn't matter if I get paid or not. I'll do some shit for free on spec just to, you know, just to get my name out there and like cross something off the bucket list. Yeah. I mean, that's how I, mean, I so worked. David DeVito, call me. I'll suck your dick. Yeah. <laughs> I've worked well, one show Well, plus you can talk to all the uh, the film school kids about Thin Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Dude, I, I'll come out and talk about Thin Man. I'll talk about the Hayes Code and how before <laughs> that you could show all the titty meat you wanted. Um, you were Von Sternberg. Man, you could get that titty meat out. You'd be like, what? I'm fucking German. What do you want from me? I'm fucking European and shit. Just hit me. Uh, it's 1927. Let's fucking party, y'all. Um, Freddie. Yes. They thought that shit was the end of the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. They couldn't imagine 2020 and what kind of fucking shit we were dealing with now. Yeah. Freddie, you wanted to talk about what we were watching last night. Oh, yes. One of my favorite movies of all time. I made Mikey sit down and watch it. Finally. God, I thought I was going to die before you mentioned it. I might actually put this at number two in movies I will watch okay. every six months for the rest of my life. Shit. A uh, little movie called Tombstone. 
Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. Fucking Kurt Russell. Val, Kurt Russell, obviously yeah. the god. Uh, Val Kilmer, over Val yeah. Kilmer. How about Val Kilmer? Kills Dude, as Doc Holliday. That's got it. Like, cause I, I, I best I don't know. performances I, 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 of all time. Val Kilmer, modern Val Kilmer is what's kind of stuck in my head. Like. Like he did not age well. I think the cancer, obviously, well, cancer riddled yeah. Valco. Oh yeah. God, yeah, he looks like a bag of balls. Right yeah. now, doesn't he? Well, he was on his deathbed for like but a I'd year. Still, look, I'd still if he pulled out his soft, flaccid dick and said, "I can't get hard because of chemo." <laughs> I've had eighteen blue chews and I you still can't get hard. Dick. Yeah, I would suck his dick. We need a just new to segment. Get to the yeah. top, you know what I'm saying? We well, need a new segment. You missed an opportunity. Would, would Albie suck? If Val Kilmer pulled out his dick, I'd be like, "I'm your Huckleberry, bro." I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> yeah. So. I actually like I got I got two things one I had a buddy and this is a good friend of mine about 15 years ago and he loved Tombstone he loved that movie mm -hmm. and he loved Doc Holliday and Val Kilmer's portrayal thereof in that film and yeah. he would fucking get like physical like fight you if you said that the line was, I'm your Huckleberry, because he'd say, no, the line is, I'm here, Huckleberry. He had this whole logic that I'm your Huckleberry doesn't make sense because of the context or whatever, and he's like, I'm here, Huckleberry. I was like, yeah, but I've, I've watched a movie. He says it like three times in the movie, yeah, and I'm yeah. pretty sure he's saying, I'm your Huckleberry. That's what it sounds like. Well, but technically, he's saying, I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> Or I'm here. Oh. Yeah, the way he said it was like that southern draw. Cause I yeah. think I think um, uh, what's his name? Doc Holliday was from like Tennessee in real life. Like, yeah, yeah. He was in, raised in the south. Once he once he was draw, diagnosed, like, I'm here, Huckleberry. Once he was diagnosed, he moved had to move to a drier climate. Yeah, with his fucking PB. So he's like, yeah. I'm gonna go west and kill some motherfuckers. That's you know? fucking. Like, that's fucking. You know what? Like, I hate modern day because people get on Twitter and they're like, I'm gonna go online. I'm gonna complain about this fucking latte that somebody wrote cunt on the side of it at Starbucks. The lady at Starbucks <laughs> called me a cunt by writing it on the side of my latte. It's like, get the fuck out of here. People 150 years ago had real fucking problems. Yeah. <laughs> you used to get tuberculosis at fucking 15. You would live till you were 23, and by the time you were 23 you'd have like a hundred bodies because you had fucking gunfights because you didn't expect to fucking live <laughs> you were gonna die any fucking day and you were like you know what i'm gonna go out in a goddamn blaze of glory not fucking posting dick pics on the internet and fucking yeah. typing shit on it's like blaze of glory fucking, i'd go out uh, right wing shit lords on fucking twitter and shit like that i'm gonna fucking shoot somebody or he's gonna shoot me i'm gonna die in a fucking pile of blood and dust in a fucking alley behind the okay corral and that's how it's yeah. meant to be that's how you're supposed to fucking go out like goddamn mm -hmm. doc holiday that's what i'm yeah. fucking talking about i'm gonna kill that's this motherfucker and then i'm gonna fuck this hungarian bitch yeah. <laughs> and then i'm gonna i'm not gonna stop drinking the entire time i'm gonna drink for 36 Absolutely hours not. straight i'm gonna take all your Why money all you? your money yeah <laughs> you're, i mean if you got tuberculosis and you're living in 1850 and you're like Look, I don't. They haven't even freed black people yet. Like they're gonna <laughs> yeah. cure my tuberculosis. You're gonna fucking drink your face off. You got oh, no yeah. reason not to. If they had invented skydiving, you'd fucking do that. But they oh, didn't. Yeah. Guess what? I'm gonna fucking die by alcoholism and bullets. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna shoot people and I'm gonna fucking drink. That's what I do. That's my fucking job. He used to be a dentist. He was like, "Fuck yeah. that! I'm not a dentist yeah. anymore." Now I drink and I shoot people. Play a little bit of poker when I'm fucking. <laughs> to soft. be fair, like, though, when I get hard, I drink and shoot people. <laughs> I did do some research. On on this because I was like, how big is this? And it said, oh, rumor has it that he is known to have killed dozens of men. 
then the next line was, "Oh yeah." But in reality, right. he killed between one and three. <laughs> that's okay. bullshit, bro. Still, that's like, <laughs> what you think he's going like to the fucking sheriff? Like, hey, sheriff, I just killed four more dudes. Yeah, <laughs> like they don't fucking know. <laughs> All they know is they find a fucking body. They don't know Doc Holliday put a bullet through his fucking brain. There's been a lot of Doc Holliday movies. You got to look at uh, a little bit more. Um, I have one more listing here before we get too deep. And you want to talk about The Bachelor a little bit, Almy? I mean, like, we um, we don't have to. I just, I I heard that you mentioned something about it being in production, and that kind of made my penis move. Um, Yeah, it's the only fucking show in production pretty much right now. I guess they're being the test dummies. They're going to, like, a dried-up lake bed, or they're going some fucking where in the desert renting a house where they're testing everybody every day that comes in, because apparently that's the only show that we really need right now. It's the show it's America needs. It's the most needs. important show. It's it's more important than all the others. I will say this about America: The Bachelor is the show we deserve. I mean uh, that a hundred percent as an insult. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I guess. I thought it sounded like an awful lot like a compliment. Actually, like, it was not. It's a good show. My wife got me into that show. I'll be honest with you. I didn't really, I didn't really watch that show. And my wife has two master's degrees. Mm-hmm. So when I met her, I'm thinking like, this is a smart broad right here. <laughs> I can have babies with this broad and they're going to turn out fucking smart. Cause she got master's degrees. She's fucking, you know what? This is a cool broad. Like she's fucking, I can count on her. And then we're like, just chilling. It's like kind of early. It's like one of the first times we've ever just like sat around and just chilled, like not going on a date or doing something. Yeah. And so you were like, pumped hey, you saving money. Fucking TV? I was like, Hey, I like TV. And she's like, okay, cool. The bachelor's on. I was like, um, hold on. What, what did you just say to me? And so I, I beat the shit out of her. But after that, <laughs> we watched The Bachelor. We watched The Bachelor, and I was like, holy fuck, this is actually, like, it pulled me in, right? It's so trashy. It's just so, these people are awful people. They're terrible people. But bad things always happen to them. So it, it's like, it's good, right? It's like, there is a God. Like, these are bad people. They're annoying. They're shitty. They drink too much. They're narcissistic. Oh, they're yeah. just all around pieces of yeah, shit. The worst they're chasing the that fame dick. They're just, they just want to ride that fame dick <laughs> as much as they can. They're fame whores. Yeah. The guys too. I'm not just beating up on the girls, the guys and the girls, they're all the bachelorettes just as bad. 1% of them are okay. But watching them all fail and cry and fucking get too drunk and cry some more. It's like, Fuck, you know what I mean? It feels good, man. Well, Mikey's worked on some reality shows. You want you want to maybe tell a story about work behind the scenes on with these fucking batshit crazy ass people? Uh, you got anything? No, not really, because that's a fucking nightmare in my life. I don't like to go near anymore. <laughs> Mikey worked on a show called uh, what? The Vineyard. Oh, the vineyard. which was a Martha's Vineyard. Well, that was that was OC that was a good experience though, because I got to spend two months, two and a half months in New England on the Martha's Vineyard. In which case, yeah. I would never ever in my life, nice. yeah, and I I wouldn't be able to do that in normal times because I don't have that kind of money. Like mm-hmm. only fucking celebrities Damn. and presidents and shit go over there. And uh, you got mad on it too. Matt almost yeah, ended up that's sleeping was, with see, one of the chicks that's on the show. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's bullshit. That's, that's how that's, you that's how that he's just dog. saying. He is no way he was ever close to sleeping with any of those chicks but anyways yeah i got to i got to hang out in martha's vineyard for two months which was like a fucking dream come true because i love the movie jaws so i got to like uh, i got to swim in the pond he's mm. heading for the pond yeah i got to s- chill there and go to all like the Not shooting locations per diem spent a hundred percent on liquor Oh, yeah. I was drinking mm-hmm. a lot then, too. And I mean, doing a lot of Molly because that's the thing on that island is the rich kids. Well, I feel like at that point, Molly had just come out. No, Molly's well, been around for a while. Well, no, it's ecstasy before that, right? Yeah. Or at least it wasn't called Molly until that point. I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Dude, I didn't hear about Molly when we were in high school. I'll tell you that much. But I don't Nobody know. Reality's did. trash. Let's go to our top 10, guys. You want to talk about a top 10? Let's see if my computer top will go. Top 10, off. yes. Let's yeah. do it. I think we have. Top 10 dicks I would suck to get ahead in life. See if I knew this is where this podcast was going to go. That's exactly what I would pull up. But Top 10 biggest rumored dicks yeah. in Hollywood? Um, Liam Neeson, number one. Number That's, one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, does he have a fucking spots or what? I heard it was huge. Apparently, he's got the biggest dick in Hollywood. Number one in our hearts God damn. and number one on the list. Liam yeah, Neeson. yeah. Liam Neeson. <laughs> but no, this, this list is the top 10 most expensive movie flops of all time. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. All right, so let's go with uh, number 10. Coming in at number 10, starting at the very bottom, Nick, so you know. Um, oh. <laughs> is 47 Ronin. How Ooh, did... the Keanu Reeves one? Yeah, oh, wait, wait. We can't talk about it unless we... Who has a lighter? We have to light the candle. Uh, I don't think oh, I've ever seen Oh, yeah, you got to light this. the Keanu Reeves candle. That's the shit, dude. I need to get one of those for the podcast studio. I don't uh, see... How much did they spend on this fucking movie? Okay, they, um, they spent... $175 million on the movie, and it earned $38 million, million domestic. So I got a thing. I got to interrupt you right there because they spend so much on movies. But, like, I feel, I feel like what you always read about is that that doesn't include the marketing, like the advertising campaigns that occur, like, prior to release when the mm-hmm. film is about to be released theatrically. So they say, oh, this movie costs $250 million to make, but it's like that was just what it cost to make it. But then we're not even going to factor you double in I think, the other $200 million that they spent advertising the shit. Here's the thing. So I, think, I think studio films, that's part of the overall budget. Independent films... It's not. So when they say, oh, this film had a budget of $4 million on an independent film, that's because it hasn't been sold. So when a studio buys it, they pump in another, probably double that, if not more, into advertising. Whereas mm-hmm. a studio film, they're the ones actually making the movie anyway. So that goes into their overall budget. Good breakdown. Word. Okay. Yeah. So I Did think you, this would fall under the. This would definitely. Did Mikey just video. blow your world apart, bro? You you were just solid. Bad, yeah. I don't think I've yeah. ever heard you quiet for ten seconds at a time. <laughs> wow, quite a feat. Yeah, I'm rehydrating right now. Oh, okay. I'm drinking a little Gatorade to try to wet the whistle. But this this movie was yeah. 2013, so it wasn't that long ago. I haven't really heard much about it. I mean, it's yeah, a ki- I saw parts of it. It's not a cartoon. It's not a superhero movie. Where the fuck it's did they spend one hundred and fifty million dollars? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I mean, they had some CG and shit. Like they had some. Did you uh, see Probably it? kind of expensive shots that were, you know. But I mean, samurai films. Samurai film ought to be cheap. Like, uh, I guess maybe Keanu Reeves took a big chunk or whatever. But I don't know, man. Like you're talking about two dudes with swords. And fake corn syrup blood on the snow. That's all you need. You need some fake snow, some fake blood, and you need two Japanese-looking dudes to cut <laughs> each other up. And and people sure will buy that shit. <laughs> you can make that shit on a shoestring. Well, the thing is, when uh, they decide to shoot in them. when they decide to shoot in Santa Clarita about the fucking snow, or uh, and they have yeah. to pump in snow like Call of the Wild, yeah. that can get real expensive. Yeah, it was really expensive. yeah. Fuck that. But anyways, okay, let's move on. Candle going out. Okay. Um, number nine is Mars Needs Moms. 
Um, sorry, what? <laughs> it's an animated movie. Definitely. The blockbuster? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, Mars Needs Mom is an experimental in motion capture. So it's a motion capture, but it's animated. Uh, co-produced by legendary director Robert Zemeckis. Oh, okay. Airplane and marketed and by Disney. That Why haven't I heard of it? Weird, because I've never even heard of that piece of shit. Uh, both parts disturbing and entirely toothless. The story follows a nine-year-old trying to save his mom from being murdered by aliens. Isn't that a? Isn't there already a movie? Mars Needs Moms? I seem I think I remember John Lovitz and his wife being kidnapped by aliens or something. Uh maybe this is it. I don't think it was called Mars Needs Moms though. Uh, I think it was like Mom and Dad Save the Planet or something. No. It was a hundred and fifty dollar a million dollar budget. Nick. They made back thirty nine oh. million dollars. Wow. So, yep, they took Probably because nobody fucking heard of that movie. Yeah, I haven't heard about it. I mean, it's... That must have been, like, the film that was released opposite of Iron Man that weekend. Like, <laughs> sorry, dude. Yeah, I mean, was it... I, don't, I feel like it wouldn't have even gotten a theatrical release. Um, okay, we could... Move. Zemeckis, though. Zemeckis has to get a, That's a what theatrical I mean. release. I mean, That's what the, I mean. This is the guy that brought us fucking Back to the Future, for Christ's sake. Yeah, I don't know. Um... Here, number... Wait, what are we on? he didn't... Zemeckis didn't do Airplane? Who, who am I thinking of? Who directed Airplane? I'm sorry, you work in, in motion pictures and you don't know about Robert Zemeckis? I mean... He knows about Roger... Yeah, Robert. I'm horrible with names. Um, Jim Abrahams. Jim Abrahams did not direct Airplane, bro. Yes, he did. No. Yes, he did. Then I'm thinking of the producer. David Zucker. Uh, co- Zuck, the Zucker brothers. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they, okay. they Airplane was co-directed by three different dudes. Okay. Jim Abrahams was the main screenwriter, but he also had a hand in directing it, too. Fun number, fact. Um, number eight, The Thirteenth Warrior. Ooh. Well, Zorro. What was that again? Type of shit. 13th Warrior? 13th Warrior is an adaptation of Eaters of the Dead. Oh, yeah, it had Antonio Banderas in it. It was based yes. on a book written by Michael Crichton. Yes, exactly. See, see you yeah. know about it. You retain the most random information. Oh, what was? Oh, yeah, I know a whole bunch of information about like, that, actually. Go down a little bit, ask Mikey. My, ask my it's fucking wife. I, I fucking, if it's, if it's a piece of knowledge that's guaranteed to make me zero money, <laughs> then I fucking hang on to it to my death. I'll be fucking demented. I won't remember my children's name when I'm fucking 85. I'll be fucking pissing and shitting myself, but I'll be like, oh, yeah, fucking uh, that movie had Antonio Banderas in it. He Ooh. passed away in 2035. You know what I mean? I'll fucking, I'll just retain all the weird shit. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> this movie was. 1999. Yeah. This movie w- had a $160 million budget. Yeah. God damn it. Had that much? Yeah. In 1999. I can't believe that. Made back 61.7. It's because they were trying to be Beowulf, pretty much. The, it, it, it's, it's similar to, like, the Beowulf story or whatever, but it's just worse done. And Worsely Beowulf done. Yeah. Beowulf wasn't even that. Amazing. I always thought no, that Beowulf book was really shit. interesting, too. It's like an Arabic dude travels to fucking uh, Europe and goes and hangs out with the Vikings and shit. I always thought it sounded interesting. Yeah. You haven't seen it, though, have you? I mean, just uh, I guess that goes to show you. Who gives a fuck? I haven't yeah. seen it, then. Just because it's a flop doesn't uh-huh. mean it's a bad movie. Fucking Waterworld is a great movie. Right. Okay. Number s- seven? Are we on seven? Yeah. Number seven, John Carter. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that one. Everybody knows that one is a flop. John yeah. Carter of Mars? Yeah. Um, John Who fucking goes to see that? Yeah, they 
That was a $250 million budget? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. With, uh, who's a 20, so with 73 million domestic is what it made back. Yeah, John Carter might be less affected by the gravity of Mars, but, but here on Earth, he was brought down hard. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, he got buffed. I mean, even this picture doesn't really look that appealing. It's like, what the fuck is happening here? He's a great actor, though. I loved him in uh, Friday Night Lights. That that entire cast of Friday Night Lights is an amazing show. Yeah. Especially Jesse Plemons. Oh, the next one's a definite yeah. fucking mm-hmm. bomb. Um, the not Lone even, Ranger. Not even Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny yeah. Depp can't even save it. You liked it? <laughs> Nick liked it. <laughs> Nick yeah. gives it two thumbs so, up. <laughs> let me tell you the problem I have with that film. And sure. it doesn't have anything to do with a Caucasian playing a, a, a Native American, because I don't really give a fuck about that. That doesn't bother me. Let me let me tell you what did bother me. What? Uh the guy's name who played the Lone Ranger, the name of the actor, Army Hammer. Oh, yeah. Fuck off with your name. <laughs> fuck that name. I'm sorry. Army Hammer? That's your real fucking name. It says that on your goddamn birth yeah. certificate. <laughs> fuck off. Army Hammer. Army Hammer. Your name is Army Hammer. Yeah. Hammer is a badass last name, right? Mm-hmm. Give him a badass fucking first name. Not Army. Like a fucking his brother's name Navy and his other brother's name fucking Space Force. What the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. And it's, it's spelled gay, too. If you're going to name the guy after a branch of the fucking service, at least spell it right. A-R-M-Y. He said it's A-R-M-I-E. Like he's a little girl or something. If you're a fucking grown-ass man and your fucking name is spelled with an I-E at the end, get the fuck out of here. Go suck your boyfriend's dick and watch Goodfellas, you piece of shit. Honestly, it sounds like they uh, he showed up to Hollywood and they Sucked a dick? asked an autistic man what he would like his screen name to be. And he's like, what are the two things I like? He sucked, Army, yeah, he, he sucked a dick and they're like, all right, your that's name? Yeah, that's not Damon that anymore. Matt Damon, right? We all know those aut- like autistic dudes like Matt Damon shit. That, that are into uh, military bullshit. Oh, the next, just obsessed with the it. The next one's pretty bad, too. Um, to, another, these are all t- 2013. Um, R.I.P.D. Oh, God. Yeah, that big piece of shit with Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds yeah. Mm-hmm. And Jeff. People uh, fucking love Ryan Reynolds, and I do love Deadpool, but, like, he's hit or miss. Like, he you've got to look it back at his au of films, right? And, I mean, who doesn't love Jeff Daniels? Get the fuck out of here, yeah. Big Lebowski. Jeff, Jeff that's, Bridges. That's got to be number four on my list. Jeff that's Bridges. That's an amazing movie. Jeff Bridges, Yo, not Jeff Daniels. Bridges. <laughs> Sorry, not Jeff Daniels. Who the Jeff fuck Bridges is Jeff Daniels? Jeff. Sorry. Jeff Daniels <laughs> but, is the, uh, the guy in... Um, yeah, Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah they they do look similar a little Jeff. bit. Or the newsroom or Jeff whatever. Bridges. But um, anyway, I sounded smart up to this point. He, I, I fucking, but Ryan Reynolds is like, he makes Deadpool. That's awesome. But then he makes like Green Lantern. Okay, not so good. Deadpool 2. All right, that's awesome. But then he makes like definitely maybe. That fucking, honestly, he should have been fucking booed out of Hollywood just for that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely was called maybe. Was definitely garbage. maybe? Get the <laughs> fuck out of here with that definitely maybe shit. I don't want to fucking watch a movie called definitely maybe. The fucking name of the movie can't even make its mind up. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here with this indecisive shit. I hate and those it's like, movie oh, titles. it's Ryan Reynolds. He's handsome and he's got abs. And he's with this cute little Abigail Breslin. Both of you can fuck off, right? Both of you can get hit by Dude. a fucking bus crossing the street in the first five minutes of that movie. Then I could fucking jack off to that and we'd fuck, <laughs> I'd buy a ticket. But... Fuck off with definitely maybe. That's a dumb fucking name for a movie. 
Yeah, so is R.I.P.D. But the next so one is a comic. So the next. Oh, OK. The next movie is another 2013 movie. 2013 was not a good year yeah. for movies. Bad Pe- fucking year. Yeah, they, yeah. Terrible year for movies. The next one was uh, Jack and the Giant Slayer. OK. Hmm. Is that. You did not. I haven't seen. Any oh, of it was a Brian Singer film. Yeah. OK. He yep. fuck him. I fuck feel like him. Brian Singer kind of fell off too, right? Well, uh, uh, once I it mean, came Bo- out about child molestation. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody was a masterpiece, but he was also fired for halfway through that movie too. So yeah, uh, but yeah, fuck that guy. He he can go I suck. Like I mean, he no, he shouldn't go suck credit. a dick because he got a lot done. of credit early for Usual Suspects. He made Usual Suspects, right. and everybody was like, holy fuck. Because it was a great movie. Fucking Kaiser Sose. Yeah. People still talk about that shit, and it's been 25 years since that movie came out. It's a fucking classic, Usual Suspects. Yeah. But I think he's fucking ridden that. Oh, credit. yeah. He got X- X-Men yeah, the first couple movies X-Men for that. were pretty decent films, yeah. too. But then he takes X-Men back over from Matthew Vaughn and proceeds to run it right back into the fucking ground where it was when Brett Ratner got done with the fucking sloppy right. seconds. So at this point, I'm like, what are you even fucking doing here? What are you even fucking doing here? You can't make a fucking movie. Look, you made a movie in 1994. It was fucking fantastic. You remember that lineup scene at the very beginning of Usual Suspects and Benicio Del Toro was like, you know your keys, you fucking cocksucker. And the yeah, police yeah. like, one more time in English, please. And, and fucking I lost my shit laughing. Yeah. Like, you know fucking keys, you fucking cocksucker. What the fuck? You know, yeah. fucking, I lost my shit. It's such a good movie. But then... Jacket the fucking giant killer? Who the, what the fuck? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here with that. I'm glad I haven't seen that. I'm glad it was a flop. Yeah, He's huge flop. Shit. Yeah, he doesn't deserve to work in Hollywood again. But the next one, yeah. we're getting out of 2013, and we're getting into 2005. This one's bullshit. This movie's great. Sahara. I love Sahara. That's what MacGruber in it, right? MacGruber? Yeah. No. No? Fucking with, uh, what's his name from Saving Silverman? Yeah. Isn't he? No, he's in no. That's Steve day. Zahn, you're right, you're dude. Right, you're right. Steve you're right. Zahn. You put Steve Zahn in anything, I'll fuck with it. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, Steve Zahn fan. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, that wasn't crazy. It grossed 120 million, um, but the the budget was 160. So they lost 40 mil on it. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't like to lose 40 mil, but I'm sure the studios can afford that. Could yeah. be worse. They write that shit off. I'm not worried about them. When's the last time a studio went bankrupt? Oh, trust me, we ain't worrying about them. No. <laughs> uh, uh, here, the number two, getting down to the end, also 2005 movie, Stealth. Yeah, that movie was trash. What, what was that? I don't even... Uh, Jamie, I'm not even jogging I was about to say Jamie Lee Fox, but it's just Jamie Fox. <laughs> Jamie Lee Curtis, I was I was adding them together. It's Jamie Fox... Um, Rob Cohen? Okay, good call, because I have no idea. And the fucking gorgeous booty on this girl, but I can't think of her name. Jessica Alba. Mm. No, not Jessica yeah. Alba. She's Je- like 50 now. The other Jessica. Jessica were- Simpson? She got fat as fuck. No, no, no. The You don't like remember? She found the- corn dogs and she just got fat. <laughs> In the early 2000s? That's another good reason not to be a celebrity. People don't understand. You don't want to get followed around to restaurants and shit. You want to be able to walk through an airport and catch a plane without getting fucking harassed for photos. Also, you want to have the right to get fucking fat in life. You want to be able to shit out three kids <laughs> and then fucking eat a whole bunch of Dove fucking chocolate ice cream bars and get fat as shit when you're 45. But And, and do it in, in the fucking privacy of your own home and in fucking 
you don't want people scrutinizing you. You don't want to be on the cover of People magazine like Kelly Clarkson and, and, and Jessica Simpson because everyone's like, holy shit, when they were 23, I would totally fuck the shit out of them because they were 125 pounds. And now look at them. They're 200 pounds. You know what? You don't want that. You don't want that in your life. You don't it's, want that stress. Okay. Fuck being a celebrity. It's Jessica. You can't be like Val. Even Val Kilmer gets shit yeah. on. Well, that's what we're just I mean, talking about. It's, 70. it's, it's, Jessica, no. it's Jessica Biel. Jessica, Jessica Biel. That's right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's still fucking hot as shit. She is. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel oh, like Jessica Biel and together. Jessica Biel and Rules of Attraction. Because can we talk about her in Rules of Attraction real quick? Yeah, because she was a smoke show when she gets pulled into the room to fuck the entire football team. Ooh. Mm. I was about to try yeah, out real quick. That time I fall asleep. I was about to try out for the freshman team real quick. Um, let's finish make off some tissue babies tonight. <laughs> let's finish off at number one. Um, number one's a, t- a beautiful 2002 flick called the adventures of Pluto Nash. Yeah. Probably the biggest. Oh, flop. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy, uh, playing Eddie pretty Murphy. much a broken Han Solo essentially. And yeah, the movie that yeah. ended his career, but now he's coming back. Oh yeah. He's coming back. Yeah. He's I mean, back. I feel like he has resurgences. I feel like he, more than almost any other actor. Like he's been able to come back several times. Like he even got nominated for an Academy Award a few years ago. Um, God, what was the film? This is probably within the last like five or six years. Well, wait for Dolomite. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Was he nominated for that? For my name is Dolomite. Um, no, I think it was before that. Okay. Eddie Murphy. Let's see. I'm going to look for his Wikipedia and I'm going to find, uh, well, apparently the dude who wrote and or created Blackish, all those show Blackish, Blackish mixed ish, and one other one, I can't remember what the other so one he was. was. He's writing. He uh, was nominated. He's working on um, uh, Coming to America too right now. Oh, dope. Yeah. Damn it, guys. All right. I want you guys to come on Shit Happens When You Party Naked because we need we need more time because I want to have like a full hour long uh, like vent session. I want it to be like therapeutic with these fucking sequels that don't need to happen. Like, please fucking stay the fuck Dude, away write from it, write I know in your it's show a beloved notes. film. Write in your show notes. Uh, I'll be there in a couple of weeks. We'll do it. All right. Yeah. Okay. So when you're out here, I want to just, you and me, we'll sit down. Maybe my wife will come. Maybe she won't. Maybe she'll be afraid that we're all going to die of coronavirus because we're sitting <laughs> in a room together, but fuck it. I, wear I need to fucking get this off my chest. There's so many movies like that. Like, why would you fuck with a classic? Like Goodfellas, or uh, not Goodfellas, Godfather 3. Get the fuck out of here. You got one and two. It's part mm. one and two. It's yin and yang. It's perfect. You don't need to fuck with that. Then part three comes around and cousins are fucking in the 1970s. <laughs> and I, get the fuck out of here with all that shit. And Francis Ford Coppola casts his daughter as fucking whatever her face, Corleone, who gets shot at the end. That movie's a piece of shit. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want to remember Mac Corleone like that. I want to remember him as a cold, calculating son of a bitch who fucking the, the screen fades to fucking black. Yeah. It dissolves into black as he's fucking sitting there at the end of The Godfather 2 and he's just isolated. Everybody in his face, he just won, but he fucking mm-hmm. lost and he's just sitting there and he's just yeah, fucking you, reveling in it. You broke my and, fucking and heart. Miserable. You broke my he's fucking heart. He's at the top of the world. Fredo. His life is miserable. But get the fuck out of here with, with Godfather 3 and every other fucking sequel that didn't need to happen 20 years later. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. I mean... So Eddie Murphy got nominated in 2007 for Dreamgirls. He was nominated oh. for Best Supporting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Interesting. Uh, this, that was longer ago than I thought. I thought yeah. that was uh, in like the last... Jennifer Houston, I believe. She was nominated as ah. well. 
Um, this, She's this the one Pluto, that got skinny. She did the reverse Jessica Simpson because she was bigger when she came out, right? And no one was talking shit. Like, I'm sorry. Like, Kelly Clarkson gets fat. Everyone's talking shit. But uh, mm. nobody's talking shit against the, the uh, super talented woman of color who is a little bit bigger when she when she breaks, you know, when she makes it. No one's talking shit because nobody wants to be that asshole because she's got an amazing voice. She's incredibly talented. Nobody wants to be that asshole who's like, yeah, but she's fat, though, because everyone's going to be like, shut the fuck up, you racist. <laughs> nobody wants to be that guy. But Kelly Clarkson, we're going to fucking pile on, right? Because she used to be, when she was 22, she was fucking skinny and hot. But uh, fucking, um, what's her name? Uh, Jennifer Hudson. She did the reverse, right? She yeah. was like, fuck it, I'm famous now. I don't have to work at fucking Arby's anymore. I'm fucking singing for a living. I got time and money, resources. I can hire a trainer. I'm going to fucking do yoga and Pilates every fucking day. And I'm going to mm -hmm. hire a dietitian to fucking do all my food. I got chefs cooking me fucking vegetables and Brussels sprouts. And I'm eating fucking chicken breast and, and fucking salmon and shit and getting hot. And dude, she was on The Voice. That's another piece of shit reality show that my wife watches. And I tolerate because I love my wife. But she was on The Voice one season. I was like, God damn, man, she got fucking, she really did get fine. And she's still fucking talented. I mean, she doesn't, she still got the fucking pipes. Dude, I remember seeing her on the news when her nephew was killed or whatever. And just that being like, oh, shit, she looking fine as a mug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're like, she's not sitting back eating fucking pork rinds, getting fat, spitting out kids, right? Like, she's not resting on her laurels. Like, no. these girls like Jessica Simpson that were hot when they were 18, I really, I think that if you don't have something in life and then you get it, you appreciate it more. Like, if you grow up poor and then you, you start a business or something like that and you make money, yeah, and you have you to work it. for it. I mean, you can't just win the lotto because then you just go buy jet skis and meth. But, like, if you, if you are... Like you, you struggle to get something when you finally attain it. It's like you value it. You know what I'm saying? But like mm -hmm. when you're just, you're just a 17 year old girl and everybody at high school wants to fuck you cause you're young and you're fucking hot and you're blonde and you have blue eyes and you got a tight ass. You don't fucking respect that shit. You're going to no. Taco Bell every night at two o'clock in the morning. You're getting shit faced. <laughs> when you get rich, you're just like, fuck it. It's a, life is a buffet now. Yeah. I'm going to get all the dick and all the food I can easy. fucking take. I'm going to Chinese buffet every fucking Tuesday. I'm going to fucking eat ice cream. And then what? I've always been hot. I would just, my mom shit me out hot. And this is how I look, right? Mm -hmm. Only I don't now because I'm 45 and I got three kids. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Like when people work for something, you value it. If you got to suck Danny DeVito's dick, his fucking sweaty fish dick while he's dressed he's as a penguin, so you can become the top prop master. You're the whole motherfucker. You value that shit. That's yeah. what I'm saying. That's my fucking philosophy on life. Yeah, I'm going to wake up screaming fucking DeVito! <laughs> with that, <laughs> with that, uh, Almy, where, where can our people find you? Dude, teamalmy.com. My last name is spelled A-L-M-E. Teamalmy.com. All the links are there. I'm uh, Party Naked Pod on all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You can fucking tweet me, at me, whatever. If I said something offensive, tell me what kind of a shitlord I am. I don't give a fuck. I got thick skin. And obviously shit happens when you party naked. Go fucking download, subscribe. Hit me with the five-star reviews. Send me fucking emails telling me how great and funny I am. I want to hear all that shit. My ego needs it, okay? Fucking come at me. We don't mention that enough anymore. But uh, Almi, he is also part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network, as are God we. damn right. That's right. Uh, inner Circle for right. life. Fucking Inner Circle for life. We yeah. got uh, we got tons of shows there. We got Simmons and More Podcast. Almi, hit me with a Sam PC. Hashtag Sam PC. 
Hashtag salmon PC. That's right. Hashtag salmon PC. Yeah. The number one riverfish podcast. <laughs> oh, fuck. We also got the Hood Diner. Who's over the there? Hood Diner. Who's over there at the Hood Diner? Uh, you know, you know? Homie Cat. That's right. That's right. It's Mr. Homie Cat. There's DJ Sentry. fucking high quality. This is high quality. Is Cat- DJ Sentry back on the pod? Um, he's yeah, back. He's yeah, back. yeah. He's okay, back. last time I heard it was uh, just Homie Cats. Uh, he did a solo episode. It was really fucking yeah. good. But yeah, he's back with that. We also have the plunge with Brother Riley over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, brother Riley. Yeah, brother Riley, yeah. L- little brother Riley. That's how we talked. No, we just brother Riley. We have an episode coming up when we go to New Hampshire. I'm going to do an episode with him. He's going to take the reins and take Freddie's seat while we're over there. Mm-hmm. So Freddie, hell yeah, we're all phoning. How about that? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he can make a good Freddy. Uh, we also have the hashtag No Offense Show. Mm-hmm. That's HTN. What up? H-T-N-O-S. Shout out Wutski. Yeah, the Wutskis over there in Dutch's. Who Dutch? You just had Dutch's on your show, correct? I show sure did. Me and Dutchy had a very nice conversation. We were very hospitable to one another. Mm, pass the Dutchy on the left hand side. <laughs> we also have a bunch of original content. Uh, next week, or a couple weeks, we should be doing another Winter Circle episode, and we'll have Randall from yeah. Married AF Podcast going up against the After the Hype Podcast. It's another West Coast podcast over here, so that should be fun. Tune in Shout for that. Shout out Jackie Trudell hosting that bitch. That's right. Shout out to Jackie. Um, we will be doing Hells, yeah. that one. I believe that's uh, July 7th, so come on, tune in for that shit. There's also the Slimmer Circle still mm-hmm. pumping out. Mm-hmm. We're coming back. Slimmer Circle's coming back, baby. Make that's you right. look good this summer. Fuck I'm going to have yeah. to record half of them by myself, but fuck it. Yeah, I'm trying to get my two-piece body, dog. Yeah. Come on. There's Creatures of the Night. Mm-hmm. Much like, much like that female trying to get me to eat her pussy to join 44, you know? Yeah. That's one of the many creatures yeah. that <laughs> live among the night. And there's Inner Circle Sports. Mm. There's inner sport. Well, hopefully, award show will be back on this planet at some point in, in the future. But coronavirus yeah. is gonna make that held up for a little while. But. I feel like us three should do the fucking Oscar one this year. Oh, definitely. Let's I feel like it. this would be I'm a good down. Oscar. You know, I'm one. always down to talk about the Oscars. I fucking I really enjoyed complaining about shit today. Yeah, always. Yeah. Uh, if you want to hear more of us, I feel go- like I got to vent so much that I don't <laughs> usually get to. Do that. Oh, we'll, we'll be we'll be able to do it in a couple weeks on your show too. Don't you worry. Yeah. Uh, We're gonna talk about such useless sequels. I mean, they're fucking so many for these days. Why? Mm. But you can find it's us like on Instagram. In factor. Find us on Instagram at Failing Hollywood. You can find us at Facebook at Failing Hollywood Podcast. You can call us at eight one eight nine two eight five three seven nine. We're on Twitter at Failing Hollywood. I don't, I don't think we're really on Twitter anymore. We get shit a lot for that. No, we're not on Twitter. Just go to fucking Instagram, bro. Yeah, Instagram's where we're at. This has been another awesome episode of Failing Hollywood. Thanks, Tommy. Thank you guys for having me, bros. I really enjoyed talking to you guys. We love talking to you, dude. Finally. Yeah. Glad to get Fuck you on the show. Dude, if this is how much you talk about shit, I can't wait to talk about conspiracies and fucking paranormal and all that shit with you. 